Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Griffin Comedy Club, everyone. Are you ready for a laugh? Do you have a blood donor card? Because you are about to donate a ton of it onto our nice clean floor out of your sights, which have split from laughing too much. <laughs> Do you need the bathroom? Yeah, because if so, go now. Because in a few minutes, your kidneys, which are pivotal to the function of your urinary system, are going to be on the floor having slipped through the aforementioned splits in your sides. Or any of your doctors. Yeah, then get ready to get busy because we are about to have 200 flesh wounds in this room that will require serious medical attention. That's right. Split sides. Hey. Now, if you are a doctor, your sides will also be split. So only do that if you can operate while in a serious state of physical distress yourself. Anyway, get your drinks in and I will be back in five minutes so I can introduce you to the comedians in this year's Gafoing Griffin Comedy Competition. I slept with a griffin once. Yeah, and I banged a dragon. No, I mean literally. Her name was Jackie Griffin. Best sexagenarian sex I've ever had. A sylph. And I thought a quilf was your upper ceiling. I meant dragon literally too. I pulled Duncan Bannatyne at a young entrepreneur's workshop. Was your 60-year-old married? Have boundaries, Rose. I would never sleep with a married woman. But yes, she was. I didn't realise until her husband came back when he vowed to chop my balls off next time he saw me. So, Ollie, tell me about your new lady friend. Well, lately I've found the pressure of the one-on-one date too much, so I decided to bring this girl, Leah, out with us tonight as a way of taking some of the conversational heat off me. A good idea? What do you think? It's good, but maybe you shouldn't be talking about your date strategy in front of your date. I don't mind. Yeah, we decided openness is the way forward. An honesty bond. So you've told her about when you confused Hodgkin's lymphoma for uh, Honesty takes time. This comedy night, who's playing? Our friend Jo. She's over there talking to the compere. Wit is a sword. It is meant to make people feel the point as well as see it. Jo's more into AIDS gags. That wouldn't mean anything to her. No, it's a quote. It's written under that sword over there. Sword? Oh yeah. I hope that's fixed to the wall. If Ian doesn't show up, Joe will be dishing out a punishment with it. Who's Ian? A man who tonight has to make an important decision, an important choice about what is more vital to him. His friends are winning. Bad news, guys. What? I've been barred from the competition. What? Why? I know, I know. I got grassed up by one of the other comics for breaking the mutual support rule. (laughs) What's that? It says you can't just come, do your bit and leave. You have to watch the other acts. Whenever I played her in the past, I always used to shoot off to meet you guys at the quiz. Oh, no. Joe, I won't stand for this. I'll have a word with the manager. I really don't think it will do anything. It's worth a try. We've all come down to support you. Mm. Everyone except a certain knight of the quizotic order. Ian will be here. I believe in him. I don't. Nor I. That man loves quizzing more than self-pleasure. I'll be back in two minutes and you'll be back on the bill, Joe. Just leave it with your Uncle Niall. I like your necklace locket, Leah. What's the writing on it? It's the Chinese symbol for life. Wow. Mystical. Spiritual. Should I say an adjective too? Get your coats. I've just realised two things. 
This place isn't named Griffin due to a whimsical fascination with mythological lionbird creatures. The owner is Jackie Griffin's husband. Second, that sword isn't fixed to the wall. Let's go! Oh dear. The exit, quick! Oi, you! Back here! I'll have your balls for barbecuing, you dirty shagabout! Hurry up! Hurry up! Hang on, someone's coming in. Hit me with your zinger stick, Joe. I am ready to laugh out. Ian, leave! What? Quick! I'm off the bill. Partly my fault, partly Niall's penis's fault. Mm -hmm. Thanks for trying, though, Niall. Nothing ventured. Now what? I've heard the molested lamb across the road is a nice pub. Anyone ever been? Well, anyone? Quizmasters by Aidan McCaffrey Episode 7, Expiry Are you okay, Joe? <sighs> Are you annoyed because you've been looking forward to the comedy competition for weeks and your forced ejection from it for something you did which wasn't even a crime was not only a crushing anticlimax but made you feel like a failure you can't do anything right? <sighs> Paint a picture with words, Niall. Because if you are, you shouldn't be. In six weeks, you've gone from a stand-up virgin to a comedy finalist. Most people wouldn't even dare try. <sighs> Maybe you're right. I'm off to get a drink. Oh, poor Joe. Never quite works out for her. How's your abstinence test drive going, Rose? I'll answer that question with a question. Do you guys find you always pull when you're not looking for it? I don't even pull when I am looking for it, so no. I fancied David the Rip Jew from my gym for months. And he finally takes notice of me when I'm on a total home run with my abstinence. He texted you again? Yes. And this time he said, crunch time. Oh, I think he's finally sick of me blowing hot and cold. Why don't you just go for it? Because I've been on the sex wagon for five weeks. One month and one week. 35 days. 800 and... Uh, hours. I'm abstinence woman. Superpower, sexual control. I feel I've come too far now to throw it all away. The worst thing is, I can't even remember why I became abstinent in the first place. I confess to you, Rose. I have been abstinent for at least six weeks, in reality so much longer than that. I don't want to say the length, out of shame and sadness, mostly sadness. Yeah, but you weren't trying to abstain, Niall. Abstinence was forced upon you like an unwanted Christmas jumper. And now you're being forced to wear it until the aunt who bought it for you leaves. No offence. What about Mrs Griffin? You got your end away with her. Nah, that was so long ago, I've even managed to wash the blue rinse out of my long johns. Nah, you're just being coy. I'm not, look. Ah, uh, is that a hairball? No, it's my very dusty emergency sheath. Go on, wipe the dust away and read the best before end date. Oh, you'll have to wipe more dust away than that. I still can't read anything. And a little bit more. You're just putting it into piles now. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to go and get a brush? February 11th, 2013. Today. Exactly. I have but hours to use it. No, exactly. It's not a Mission Impossible message. It doesn't explode when it gets to midnight. Although your pulling technique has become a bit of a Mission Impossible. Again, no offence. So, so you're saying I can use it after that date? No, I'm saying don't use it at all. That time is an estimate. But... Then its life will have had no meaning. I'm sure it's not having an existential crisis, Niall. But, but... Niall, let the Johnny go. I can lend you mine. It's not like I need it anymore. There you go. 
One unneeded emergency sheath. Good news, guys. So, only teams who have previously won are eligible for the Uber event. Oh, no. However, apparently we did win the first week we came. Did we? How? Joe didn't tell us what she'd put down for our team name, and we forgot to ask her before she started projectile vomiting everywhere, like Linda Blair and The Exorcist. When they announced the winning name, we all left thinking we'd lost. Bottom line is, we're in the game! Shame we missed our moment of glory, though. A victory is a tattoo, etched into one's flesh like a proud battle scar. Do you have any tattoos? Oh, God, no, I'm scared of needles. (sighs) Burning the menorah at all 18 ends, Ian? I had a nightmare last night and couldn't sleep. What about? Dreams have meaning. I can't remember. Probably the best. I once dreamt I couldn't recall the winner of the 1986 World Cup in a pub quiz dead heat. I was shaking for weeks after that. So what's the deal with this Uber quiz? It's a contest featuring champions from quizzes in pubs all around the area. The molested lamb, the groped duck, the abused zebu, the silent coop, the farmer's hands and the bestiality lawyer. But you're not here for them, are you? You're here for one man. A correct assessment of the situation, Rose Kettering. All herald the return of the king. We're not calling you that. But that's my name. It's not. We went to school with you. Your name's Ethan King. Was. After Ian and I's last encounter, I changed my name by deed poll to Theodore Horatio Ethan King. T-H-E King. The King. Bow before your champion. It's okay, guys. I've got this. Hello, Ethan. How unsurprising to see you here. (laughs) Likewise, Ian. I can read you like a book. Not because you're transparent, but because in order to have become a book, you would first have had to have been mercilessly beaten to a pulp before being hung out to dry. Two things I believe I did to you last time we were at this very quiz. Well, I knew you'd be here because you really like quizzes. (laughs) Solid comeback, Ian. Solid as an igneous rock. Whoops, there it is again. A reminder of the question I beat you on in the secondary school going for gold marathon. I bet there's seldom a day goes by when you don't think about that loss. Hey, Ian? (laughs) Correct. There's not a day I don't wonder how you cheated to get those answers. But your winning streak ends tonight, Ethan. I've assembled a perfect pub quiz team. They're sharp, they're on the ball, and they will beat you. This is a quiz. Shush, Leah. I'm off to the bar. On the day you beat me, Ian Taplow, pigs will fly. Having been catapulted into the sky from massive Vatican-sponsored condoms operated by centaurs. Beat you later. Don't rise to him, Ian. I can't. He keeps on playing me like an amusing YouTube clip of a fat teenager falling off a roof onto a cat playing a keyboard. You have to put that going for gold marathon behind you. The wound is too raw. It was 14 years ago. It literally happened in another millennium. He made me look like a boy and not a man. You were 12. You were a boy and not a man. If only I could play him. But how do you tactically win a pub quiz? You either know the answers or you don't. Precisely. So let's sit down and put him out of our minds. Okay, fine. Are you okay, Joe? You look pensive. I'm thinking about something my lecturer told me in my final year appraisal at university. He said... It doesn't matter what grade you get as long as you tried your best. You're right, Niall. Six weeks ago, I'd never have done stand-up comedy, and now I have. I've had my misses, sure, but I did it. So screw self-pity. From zero to quarter-finalist in a month and a half. Not bad, eh? Exactly. Definitely. What grade did you get in the end? A third. My lecturer was gutted. 
I was smashed for most of my degree, though, including my appraisal. But it was still good advice. I didn't know you went to uni. Why does everyone forget I went to uni? I remember, Joe. Hmm, what did I study then? Um, alcohol fermentation? Hey, at least I remembered you went. I need to speak to Mick. Anyway, a toast to Joe for being ace. To Joe. To Joe. And to Ian, making the right decision and coming to see my comedy set, even though it didn't happen and we ended up at the quiz anyway. And to Ian putting Ethan behind him. Hang on, where is Ian? Oh, he's, he's over there squaring off with Ethan. <sighs> Hello, boys. Haven't seen you here in a few weeks, Ethan. Going for gold again tonight? I am. Ian's going for silver. Ha ha. We have to discuss something, Mick. I assume in the event of a tight standard molested lamb procedure. Oh yes, sudden death. Here are my sudden death cards. The subject on top, the question hidden below. A diverse range of subjects. So many weapons to beat you with, Ian. The scythe of science. The musket of movie poster taglines. The warhammer of hit number ones. I want to up the stakes. Up them? You lose even with the stakes as they are. That's like being kicked in the balls by a strong man and then offering him a pair of metal cap boots to continue. What's the matter, King? Scared? Scared? You do realise in that analogy, I'm the strong man and they're your metal battered balls. I propose in the event of a dead heat, we nominate each of the sudden death topics. <laughs> You're braver than I thought, Ian. So be it. Metal cap boots on. Taplo testicles at the ready. Mick? I'm a stickler for tradition, but one rarely encounters two customers so passionate about winning. You two testicle-talking trivia fans have convinced me. I'll see you in battle, Ian, and not a moment before. I look forward to it. Are we both going to the bar? Yes. Damn. Thanks for waiting, everyone. Without further ado, let's make like the Nuremberg Trials and start asking some questions. Question one. The world of sexy birds. Which saucy four-letter seabird is also called the cormorant? Oh, Leah might know this. Uh, Leave it blank until she gets back. So, what brought you and Leah together? We clicked over one big thing we had in common. What's that? We both really want to be in a relationship. Oh, that, that's it. That sentence isn't going to go anywhere else. But don't you see? That's what I've been missing. I don't need someone I like or love or actually even want to spend time with. I just need someone who is as eager as me to be in a couple. Jesus, you would date someone with children under the floorboards if it meant being in a long-term relationship. Not true. I wouldn't date someone with children. Hi, Ollie was just telling us how you both connected. Yeah, we both had a longing, and our longing for that longing brought us together. So, what interests do you share? Music? 80s pop. New age. Films? Romantic comedies. French new wave. Books? Crime thrillers. Spiritualism. People don't need to like the same things to connect. Sometimes they just connect by some deep universal force. Is that force... Fear of being alone. What do you do for a living, Leah? Crystal healing. Ah, of course. Question two. The world 
of guilty pleasures. According to the Health Protection Agency, what was, as of 2008, the most transmitted sexual disease in the UK? We've had that question before. Good, free answer. What was it again? Gonorrhea? I thought it was the clap. They're the same thing. It was chlamydia. Familiarity breeds contempt. Don't! Rose, don't you have a... Stop! I heard they were going to rename chlamydia. Don't, don't! Uh, Kettering's disease. Ooh. That's low. Two things. One, I thought we stopped making those jokes. Two, I've more than proven my self-control lately. Three, I've had crabs, and that's it. Four, I just remembered why I became abstinent. Yes, that's four things, but I thought of two more while I was saying the first two. Why did you become abstinent? Because this set of gushing prudes kept making jokes about my honour. This is supposed to be a modern country, but you two gasps at the sight of a sex life like Victorian priests watching a prostitute piss into a drain. What have I ever done to you? Nothing. Pardon? Nothing. I still can't hear you. Nothing. Thank you. I apologise for my outburst, but now I need to go and return a phone call. I like this quiz. You know, it's exciting. Are your friends always this animated? Well, for them, this is about a six. I was hoping they'd rein it in, seeing as they don't know you. Next question. The world of existentially delicious confectionery. The discovery of cosmic background radiation led to theories that the universe is shaped like which sugary fried dessert. Each player whose team gets this right will win one of the desserts in question. I forgot my phone. The answer is donut. Correct answer. Do you reckon the donuts with holes? Yeah, it's too late. The thought's in my head now. I'm going to go and try and pull. You'd enjoy it so much more with an honesty bond. Yeah, it's okay, I've got one now, it doesn't expire tonight. Leah, when it comes to girls, Niall's not really into... Into what? Emotional closeness. Everybody wants closeness, whether they realise it or not. You can't ignore the cosmic forces that bind us all together. Cosmic forces? Background radiation? Donut universe? Donuts with holes? No, I'm back on stacks again. Uh, That girl who's sometimes in the Untouchables team, playing cards by herself... I am about to deal her the Jack of Hearts. So you do have a heart? No. I only said that because there's no Jack of empty one-night stands. God, she's not interested. I'm getting desperate. I fear I may have to resort to a new low. What's that? Begging. Sex isn't going to have itself. I'm off. Hello, my name's Niall and I am desperate. To know where you got those cards from? Monsieur X, right? No, my name's Ellie. No, the maker of the cards is Monsieur X. (laughs) I know. I was joking. Sorry, right. It's just I have the same collection. The Warring Twenties range, right? You're into flapper girls. I'm into all girls. And antique trading cards. (laughs) It's cool you're into them, and my mates just think I like these cards because they're naughty. They are a bit naughty. True. I like them for that reason, too. I mainly like the paper, though. I like the fact it's old. Me too. A connection to a past as alien to us as the future. Exactly. Uh, I've got some originals at my flat. Really? I'd love to see them. I live near here. I could show you them now. But... But... Can I buy you a drink first? Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Cool. Next question. The world of attempting to, but not quite, beating a bit of bully. 
What is the highest score one can get in darts using three darts? Quick, Ethan's coming. Hide the answers. Is this your super team, Ian? Is this what you've assembled to take me on? I see two team members have left in the last five minutes. Do they even want to be here? I guess that's another victory for me. What does that make it now? 180! Ollie, don't enable him. No, that's the answer to the last question. Then don't give answers away. But see, Ethan, good team member knows the answer. And how long will it be until he leaves to get his end away with this lovely piece of skirt? Oi! Your team has brains, Ian, but it's not in their heads. It's between their legs. And it's the only thing they all care about. Not true. Joe's preoccupied with her stand-up career. She didn't even want to be here tonight. Ask her if you don't believe me. I think that kind of backs up his original point, Ian. Damn! Next question. The world of Hello Sailor. Until the 19th century, the colour navy blue was originally prefixed by a type of oceanic word other than navy. What was it? Navy blue. The colour of the school tie I was wearing when I beat you and going for gold, eh, Ian? Weren't our school ties red? Shut up, Joel. Cheating and going for gold, more like. Ian, ignore him. I have to go now, everybody. It was lovely to have met you all. Yeah, you too. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Oh, I'll see you out. I'll be a minute. I've just got to go to the bathroom. So, guys, what do you think? Ollie, you can't go out with someone just because you both want to be in a relationship. Why not? Because it defeats the purpose of being in a relationship. It's, it's like having kids to justify the child lock on your car. You're not that desperate. With respect, Joe, you don't know how desperate I am. I'm happy. You're not happy. You just prefer it to being alone. Do you blame me? Look at me. I'm 25. I'm single. Um, that's the end of the sentence. Of course it is. Look, you're a lovely guy. Funny, friendly, good-looking. And why you have the mind of a neurotic 33-year-old single woman when it comes to dating, I do not know. But my point is, time is on your side. Look, I've heard what you've got to say, Joe, and I thank you for your kind words, but Leo and I connect. We have an honesty bond. We have trust. And that's what I want in a girlfriend. It's not self-defeating. It's... Oh, my God! I've just remembered I've yet to officially announce our relationship on Facebook. Sorry, Joe. Gotta go. Next question. The world of haircuts that actually are worse than genocide. Who was the singer of 80s popsters, Kajagoogoo? Ollie would know this. Hopefully he'll come back. He will. They all will. They always do. I always came back and the griffin held it against me. You did. Sorry it got you kicked out of the competition. It's fine. I like the quiz. You know, even though we never win, so do I. It wouldn't be right if Niall wasn't dry-humping some girl on another table, or if Rose wasn't running after slash away from some man to think it's appropriate, or if Ollie wasn't reeling from or into some disastrous relationship encounter. Or if I'd done a gig that had actually happened or gone well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's you. And then there were two. Where's Ollie gone? Chasing his girlfriend? You've assembled a lonely hearts club, Ian. Not a quiz team. Reminds me of some losers I used to hang out with. Enlighten us. Who were they? Just some poor souls who prided having fun over serious competition. If you want to beat me, Ian, I advise you to cull the weak members of your flock and focus on the task at hand. Uh, yeah, I remember them. They were your teammates. You used to laugh with them and joke and drink. Gradually, they all stopped coming. 
until it was just you and your brother Joel. Joel's a couple of tools short of a definitive collection of prog metal albums, but he knows winning comes first. <gasps> Ian, what is it? I remember. I remember my nightmare now. What? Last night, I dreamt I was here, but I was an old man. I beat everyone at this quiz, but I was alone. I went to the bathroom to wash my face, and while I was there, my skin started to peel away to reveal another face underneath. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, well, and the face underneath wasn't mine at all. It was yours, Ethan King. Well, you must have been delighted. It's a brilliant face. No, it's the face of someone who puts winning above friendship, and it's who I'm turning into. This may be a Lonely Hearts Club, Ethan, but it's my Lonely Hearts Club. I no longer care about defeating you. I've moved on. No. I can still see the fire of competition burning in your eyes. Just like 14 years ago. That's the reflection from the fruit machine. <laughs> a gambler's plaything. How apt. See you at the finish line, tableau. Ethan, your shoelaces are untied. <laughs> nice try, Ian. Nice try! I warned him. You still want to beat him though, right? Like a large free-range egg on Shrove Tuesday. The pens falling onto the tables like the aftermath of a tornado striking a big factory can mean only one thing. The questions are over. The quiz is done. Please hand in your papers now or forever hold your piece of paper. I'm back. Hope I didn't miss anything. <laughs> And here comes Niall too. It's like the quiz actively repels you guys. As soon as it's over, you return. Sorry. I'm joking. It's only a quiz. Only a quiz? Are you ill? I guess I won't be needing these anymore. The condoms? Which is mine? Does it matter? Yes. One of these expires tonight and is probably about as safe sex as a fishing net diaphragm. Two people have wiped dust off that thing and it's still got some on it. It's been quite a drought. I'll just wipe away that last bit. Niall, this doesn't expire on February the 11th, 2013. It expires on February the 11th, 2018. So your panicked leg-humping race to the expiry date was totally futile? Not quite. I've got a date next week. Really? A date? You? I thought you weren't into emotions. She said no to going back to yours, didn't she? No, I didn't invite her. I bought her a drink, we chatted, and on Tuesday, I'm taking her to a Victorian Curiosities Museum. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa, that's like a proper thing. Nice work. The Lonely Hearts Club is triumphant. Yeah, the Lonely Hearts Club. Is Ian terminally ill? Sorry for snapping at everyone earlier, by the way. No, we apologise, Rose. We were being prudes, as you said. Yeah, sorry, Rose. Those jokes did make me realise that I was doing the abstinence for the wrong reasons, though. I am glad I did it, however. So, is that it? Is the chastity belt off? How about from now on, my sex life is my own business? What? But what are we going to talk about all the time? And to celebrate the demise of my abstinence, I'm going to be meeting up with an old flame I've effectively been messing around for the last few weeks due to my experiment in self-control. Hi, doll. David, hey. Everyone, you remember David? Yeah, David the Rip Jim guy. Yes, David the Rip Jim guy. <laughs> I like that name. It uh, does what it says on the tin. Hey, David. Hey, David. So, um, we're going to go. There's something we've been meaning to do. Uh, I'll catch you all next week, same time. We're cool. 
Definitely. Yes. Indeed. And now for the answers. First question. What saucy four-letter seabird is also called the cormorant? What's that thing you've been meaning to do, Rose? Figure it out, slow coach. OK, bye, everyone. Yep. Bye, See you, Rose. Rose. That'll be... Shag. I wonder what they were going to do. For someone with a BA in horn doggery, you're quite slow on the uptake tonight, Niall. Count the condoms on the table. What? <gasps> someone stole one. Who? Forget it. Next answer. The most transmitted sexual disease in the UK as of 2008 was chlamydia. Some people pointed out that that question has been asked here before, but like the disease itself, it can come back once it's gone away, something I'm sure we can all attest to. Oh, it's lovely. Chlamydia? Oh, everyone pairing off. Rose and David the Ripped Jew, Niall and his potential lady friend. You know, maybe we were being a bit harsh on Ollie. His reasons for going out with her may be ridiculous, but if he's happy, who are we to argue? Here, here. To Ollie being in a relationship at literally any cost. We should complete our honesty bond. How do we do that? Although I think I have an idea, and I like it. An honesty bond is a mutual symbol of our dedication to being honest with each other. First, you need to wear this locket. Around my neck? Like this? Yes. And then you need to take this second one and return it to me with your life force inside it. My what? Your life force. Uh... Define life force. Your seed. Yeah, I was worried that that was what you meant. Um, what do you want it for? To complete the bond. My life force is inside the one you're wearing. Oh, God. Um, define your life force. My monthly blood. Shit in Christ! Kiss me. Uh, on second thoughts, maybe we shouldn't complete the bond just yet. Kiss me, Oliver. No, uh, oh, you're bumping the chain. Oh, God, it's leaking! Kiss me! Oh, oh, I've got it on my shirt. Which, for the second time in as many months, leaves us with a tie between the teams of quiz veterans Ethan, the King, King, and Ian... Well... Taplow. Two minutes while I prepare the sudden death cards. Another draw. I've been here before. I'm back. Hey, Ollie. Is that blood on your shirt? Yes, I um, uh, had a nosebleed. Maybe you should let it go, Ian. Walk away. Just say you're done. Accept the draw and leave it at that. Period. Oh, please don't say that word. Ian! In future, you might as well save yourself the illusion of thinking you can beat me and just call your team of depressed singletons, insert solid as an igneous rock victory here. Deal? Scrap that. Destroy him. If I can, it'd be a first. Here is how this will work. At their own request, each player has agreed that their opponent will nominate their sudden death subject. Ian, please select one of your teammates to play with you in the heads-up against Ethan and Joel. I select Joe. Me? Why not you? Niall and Ollie are way better at this than me. I panic under pressure. Joe, 
Do you trust me? No. Well, you should. I know what I'm doing. Heads or tails to decide who goes first? You can be tails, Ian, because you always tail me in pub quiz scores. <laughs> well, you can be heads because you've got the head of a woman and it's a woman's head on the coin. Vaguely sexist, but better than your last comeback. Heads. Solid as an igneous rock, you're first. Insert pop culture. Please pick their subject from the subject cards in front of me. Joe, I don't know if Ethan has a weakness. Religion. Whoa, why religion? Ethan and I were in the same RE class at school, and he failed because he couldn't get past Mary and Joseph being told there was no room at the inn. Recommending a pregnant woman sleeps in a horse stables breaks countless health and safety rules. Surely even in turn of the millennium Judea. Okay, we pick religion. We're on a wing and a prayer now. Religion it is. The world of religion. I-S-K-C-O-N is the acronym for which Indian religious movement? Solid as a rock, eh, Ethan? I wish. I'm good with rocks. Joel, know this? Pescatarianism. That's a diet. A faith-based diet? No. We'll take a guess on Sikhism. Incorrect. I shall now pass it over to insert pop culture-related pub quiz pun here. Damn. I have no idea. I think we should have picked a subject we might have known about. Rose would know. I said you shouldn't have picked me. Rose is currently brushing up on her Jewish, and I'm pretty sure Judaism isn't the answer. I'll have to just guess. Um, Jainism? Incorrect. The answer is the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, a.k.a. the Hare Krishnas. Damn. Of course. The show's not over, Ian. Quizmaster, for insert pop culture's question, I select the subject of, you guessed it, geology. This is going to be going for gold all over again, Ian. Why you convinced me to let me pick your subject, I'll never know. Now, now, Ethan... If insert pop culture get this, they have won the quiz. If they get it. The world of geology. The needles are a row of three stacks of sedimentary rock that rise from the western extremity of the Isle of Wight. But what famous type of sedimentary rock are they made from? I don't know. Ha! <laughs> You fool, Ian. You've fallen on your own blade. I know the answer. Third-year intellect against a first-year mind all over again. Maybe that's true, Ethan, but there's only one third that counts in this game. Isn't that right, Joe? Yep, my third. What? It's the grade she got for her Bachelor of Science degree in... Tell him, Joe. Geology. The study of solid earth and rock formation. The answer, Quizmaster, is chalk. Correct. of the Molested Lamb Uber Quiz 2013 are insert pop culture related pub quiz pun here. Suck my rocks. But that's not fair. You agreed that each team would nominate the other's sudden death subject. I didn't know he had a geology student on his damn team. Oh! 
I saw the degree certificate myself. It's yellow, it's crumpled, and it's stained with beer. But damn it, it was earned. Mm, it really wasn't. <laughs> You've been played, Ethan, by real quiz masters. Yeah, yeah. Try chalking that one up to experience. <laughs> nice work. We truly slated you, Ethan. Slated. <laughs> That's so. good, but yeah, it's not bad. Shall we go back to our seats? It's tired now, Joe. <laughs> okay. Well done, Joe. You did it. Uh, I think it was more Ian setting up Ethan. Knowing Joe studied geology meant I didn't have to get Mick to introduce the nomination rule, but I figured if I was going to beat Ethan, I might as well get him to hoist himself by his own petard. He'd been asking for it. He really had. But it was still Joe that knew the answer. What a night of achievements. Uh, Let's toast. First, to Ollie and his new girlfriend. It's what you always wanted above anything, even dignity, and you got it. We're sorry for being critical earlier, Ollie. That's okay. I appreciate you're all looking out for me. Leah and I may not be a perfect match, but she's great and honest. And, uh, you know, I really think it, it'll be worth giving it a chance. Plus, I've announced it on Facebook, so I might as well give it at least a couple of months. Good. I was worried that what I had said had upset you and you were seeing red or something. I have seen red, uh, but that's not your fault. Second, to Rose taking charge. To, to Rose! Rose. Third to Joe's third. And her undoubted stand-up progress. Yep. Uh, And fourth to Ian finally beating Ethan. And also realising that winning isn't everything. It's not. Still feel bloody good, though. (laughs) Cheers! Cheers! Can you not say bloody, please? And finally, for the most important toast. Really? I think you pretty much covered it all. No, 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 no. To getting the donut question right and to us all winning a free donut each. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! Forgot about that. Yeah, Mick, hurry up with those donuts. There is one problem with us winning tonight. What's that? Well, we divided the £250, but mm-hmm. that means that you've gone back on your promise of not gambling anymore. Quite right, Joe. Please donate my share of the £250 to that charity we're raising money for at the Grazing Deer. Can't be feeding my addiction. Oh, thanks, Ian. Generous. Mm. Nice one, Ian. Now we all look like dicks for keeping our share, which I'm still definitely going to do despite that fact. A couple of announcements, everyone. To complete my training to become a grand quiz master of the third order, I am required to... (gasps) What? Wear a nappy? Commit public indecency? Sorry, Mick, we were just a bit distracted at the rather revealing toga you appear to have changed into. Oh, what of it? I'm hosting a toga party, to which you're all invited. The toga wearing is optional... Any other form of clothing, however, isn't. Why a toga party? To complete my training and become a grand quiz master of the third order, I am required to go away for a month or two, so there will be no quiz at the molested lamb for a few months. <gasps> what? <gasps> but, but you can't. We told Rose we'd see her here next week. She has a phone, right? Yes, but... That's besides the point. Ian could master the quiz. <laughs> becoming a fully-fledged quiz master is harder than becoming a priest. Next time I've got a spare eight years, maybe. I'm sure you'll all be fine for a few months. The toga party is at my gaff on Kennington Lane. Code word for entry is Caligulan. Over and out, patrons. I'll see you later. Inside and out. Perhaps someone will fill in. 
Are you talking about Mixology or the quiz? We could just go to another quiz. It won't be the same. <laughs> but the, what are we going to do on Monday nights from now on? Mm. I've got an idea. One week later. Forming a bowling team is a great idea, Joe. Thanks, Ian. What are you unwrapping? He had a personalised bowling ball made especially for tonight. Remember, Ian takes competition very seriously. Is that the time it takes to forget lessons learned? A week? Ellie, if I get a strike, will uh, you come back to mine afterwards? No. Double strike? No. Triple strike? No. A turkey? What's a turkey? Same as a triple. No. Guys, uh, the computer wants a team name. How about we call ourselves Bonded by Honesty for life? I think I might need a consensus on that one. Guys! Uh, oh, uh, Are you uh, okay, David? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've got too much muscle in my thumb to get it into the thumb hole on the ball. Embarrassing. <laughs> my boyfriend is so hot. <laughs> Guys, uh, team name. Check out the bowling ball of victory. Only an I and not your full name on the ball, Ian. Did they make you pay by the letter? Yes, three pounds a letter. And you couldn't spare an additional six pounds to complete your name? Cheap bastard. It's more than six pounds, Rose. The I doesn't stand for Ian. What does it stand for? Guys, team name! Insert pop culture related pub quiz pun here. Perfect. But we're a bowling team. <laughs> Let's not take it too seriously, Ellie. It's just a game after all. Right. Let's bowl! That was episode 7, the series 1 finale of Quizmasters, written by Aidan McCaffrey, starring Ben Cordry as Ian, Esther Eden as Rose, Scott Joseph as Ollie and Ethan King, Aidan McCaffrey as Niall, Sarah Summeray as Joe, Jack Thompson as Joel, Rachel E. Thorne as Leah and Ellie, and Rafe Beckley as the Quizmaster. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Music by James Hall. It was produced by Ben Cordry. up the bowl in let's go for the turkey concentrate concentrate and focus well, just take your go yeah hurry up patience if you get a turkey here they give you a free slice of four cheese pizza but there's an art to this as well step forward in and then oh my god i've just figured out how ethan cheated on going for gold oh. Oh. Joel wore a red tie at school because he was a prefect and the charity quiz was arranged by the prefects. He must have fed Ethan the answers. I need to ring Ethan. Just ball, Ian. Okay. Thanks for downloading the Quizmasters podcast. If you enjoyed it, try the Cordry and Marshall podcast. That's c and mpodcast.co.uk.